Hello and welcome to the first Haiku P podcast special of 2020. I'm Patricia, your host, and this week I'll be reading lots of verses, haiku and senryu on the topic of animals. William O'Sullivan suggested the topic, and I was going to call it Petku, but at the end of the day I thought perhaps that was just a little bit too limiting, so it's all about animals instead. I'm delighted to say that the topic seems to have inspired a great deal of creativity, and I'm thrilled to welcome back so many of our regular contributors, and of course to welcome for the first time lots and lots of new poets today. Thank you all for writing and submitting your verses. 2020 marks something new for the Haiku P podcast. There's going to be a printed Poetry P quarterly journal of Haiku and Senryu. The journal will contain all the verses that I read out on the podcast, but as a bonus, there are quite a number of verses that have been created for the topic which will appear only in the journal. In addition to this, I'll ask a guest editor to choose his or her favourite verse for each topic and to give us an explanation why. The results will be found in the journal. Our first guest editor, who will remain anonymous for the time being, is already making his or her choices. And I can't wait to hear the results. Now, as no one has told me they'd like to see a change in format this year, I'll continue as I did last year, by starting the podcast with Haiku and Senryu that I've enjoyed reading in other publications. Then I'll read some verses from poets that are new to the podcast and follow that up with verses from our always wonderful regulars. Don't forget, you can learn a little bit about each poet in the show notes on the Poetry P website. So let's get cracking. Mid-morning, the sleepy cat calls it a day. Stanford M. Forrester Words the dog knows and doesn't know. Squirrel in the yard. Craig Kittner And then I found some honourable mentions from the Irish Haiku Society's haiku competition. I'd like to highlight two poets that we're all very familiar with. Frolicking Fox Cub, The Grass Spangled with Morning. Marion Clark. Soft Rhyme, A Chickadee's Song Becomes Visible. Debbie Strange. Congrats. And if you'd like to read more from the uh, competition, I've put the link in the show notes. Now let's hear from some poets writing for us for the very first time. There are quite a lot, and I'm grateful for them joining us in our community of writers. The more we have, the more we can learn from one another, don't you think? Anyway, first up, Liliana Dobra. She's writing for us from Croatia. Now, writing is not her main occupation. She's an economist. But even so, she's published books, her first haiku book being Shine of the Butterfly, which has been printed in three languages, one of which is English. She's also been included in a number of collections in Croatia, Serbia, Bulgaria and Romania and received many awards and honours for her work. Here's an example just for you. A calm pond, the heron swallows the fish with clouds. 
Next up is Tomislav Sierklotcha, who very kindly sent me an audio clip on how I should pronounce his name. I hope I did it justice, Tomislav. Reading through his bio, it would appear that he's a bit of a sci-fi buff. Nonetheless, he writes haiku on a variety of topics. And like Liliana, has been published in many, many international journals, magazines and anthologies. You can learn a little bit more about him in the show notes, but for now, let's hear his work. Picnic in the meadow, I bring home the ants. Now many people tell me that they discover haiku after the birth of a child or an illness, and Tia Haynes is no exception. Haiku offered her a lifeline, and in return, she's honoured the haiku world with some great work, many pieces receiving awards. Her book, Leftover Ribbon, is available on Amazon. Talk of divorce. From nowhere, a deer. Billy Antonio, writing from the Philippines, is another author who's had his poetry well received internationally and has a couple of chapbooks under his belt, Where It Was and Losing a Balloon. More information on the show notes. Empty Aquarium. My mind returns to the sea. Kristen Lindquist from Maine in the US continues the theme of published writers. Not only books and blogs, but she has a natural history column in her local paper. I think that's a first for us. All the stars. A doe reaches for another apple. Hannah Hulbert is a writer from the south of England. She's a very busy person, like most of us. She looks after her children and writes primarily fantasy as well as spending some time on poetry and drawing. Some of her work has been published in anthologies. More about that in the show notes. Soft fur through crisp leaves, a squirrel's trove of nuts hoarding faith in spring. Let's cross the globe and meet Manosh Sharma. He's our first ever poet from Nepal. Alongside my lovely daughter, he's one of the few haiku poets I know who are accountants. When he's not at work or writing, he fills his time with music, good films, reading up on Eastern philosophy and cooking. Perhaps we'll hear more from him in March, when our topic is recipes. Rainy day. A little sparrow lands at my veranda. Marina Bellini is a maths teacher from Mantua, with a passion for a couple of things that I also enjoy. Caring for orchids, although I mostly kill mine, reading and carnivorous plants. I'm much better with them than orchids. I wonder what that says about me. Anyway, she finds inspiration for her writing in nature. Quite appropriate for a haiku poet. Bright night, the hedgehog comes along with its offspring. Next is Ferris Gilly from the US, who will be familiar to regular listeners of the podcast. I've been known to quote her in my opinion pieces. And if you don't recognise her from that, you'll have read her work in many prestigious haiku journals. 
she's published a collection of haiku, details of which, yes, you've guessed it, in the show notes. Deep winter, owl calls overlap. Nikki Gutierrez, also from the US, is a fellow poetry editor, and of course a poet. Many of us will have read his work in the international journals we pore over. Let's check him out. Honking in the road. Geese. I think when you hear the next verses from Dorothy Burroughs, you'll really feel the inspiration of nature as she walks the countryside of the United Kingdom. Perhaps, if you listen closely, you'll hear the animals too. On winter's steep slope, cattle chew the year's end. Like Dorothy, our next poet, Mark Morris, is also based in the UK. He makes his living as a journalist, and those of you living in the UK may recognise him from his work with major broadcasters and national publications. As well as writing haiku, he creates music, some of which is inspired by haiku poetry. And I'll add a link to the show notes so you can have a listen too. A cat's intense stare, unaware how far away her ancestors are. Pravat Kumar is from India, and again will be familiar to many of you who can read his work on the Haiku Foundation. Because in November last year, he edited Per Deum. His work is widely published and rewarded with international awards, and one of his poems, How Beautiful, is included in the English undergraduate curriculum. And now, I'm happy to say he's writing for us too. Footprints, a dog gently pushes the door. Muskan Ahuja, like Privat, also comes from India and is the last of our poets new to the podcast. She really enjoys all forms of Japanese poetry, but especially haiku. Examples of her work today display a certain rhythm. I hope I can do justice to it. Let's see. Taking a long pause in my coup. Damselfly. And now let's welcome back all the poets who've written for us before. It's always a joy to me to see familiar names as well as new ones in my email box. So thank you. And it's probably appropriate to start with a verse from William O'Sullivan, who, as I said, suggested today's topic. 2am. The dog wakes up to pee, but first eats the snow. Agus Mulana Sunjaya The cry of a seagull, our sail catches the wind. Sarah Bint Yusuf Seeds on the table, only the best for our guests who sing at first light. Something from me. Longer days, ever distant, that black dog. Robert Horobin Christmas Eve, a flurry of white goose feathers. Erin Castaldi On the wind, a bend of starlings, northern lights. 
Meniko Takahashi. Killifish, each with an individual personality. Christina Chin. Avian still life. The great blue heron waits for food. Alison Brewood. Evening phone call. The hedgehog's path beneath the blue geraniums. Wayne Kingston. Nascent degrading. Libertine viper's tongue forks. Garden sweet samples. Patrick Stevens. Tilling the spring soil. I envy your love of mud, hippopotamus. Eavonka Ettinger. Eating from my hand, our horse's fuzzy hot breath nibbles and tickles. Roberta Beach Jacobson. Waking from dream to birdsong. Simple rebirth. Andrew Sire. Family feelings domesticated or wild, animals nature. Susan Asahade. Toad breeze. Sunday lunch, kangaroo pear. Catherine E. Winnick. Stalking Africa, a horse with stripes galloping wildly. John Hawkhead. Autumn sunset. The old fox turns into leaves. Professor R.K. Singh A butterfly rests on the butterfly tattoo on her sunning back. James Young Over the dead seal the child's tears shine in the wind. Marilyn Ward New Life Their forms unfold, origami frogs. Art Friedin. Trail maintenance. A red-toked woodpecker chipping a spruce. Isabella Kramer. The old trout and me escape together. Peter Draper. Magpie takes the zebra crossing. Black and white, and Giddy Nielsen sweep. He struggles to the top of the gum, the robust lizard. Debbie Strange. Prairie Hill. A mule deer walks over the sun. Tracy Davidson. Tree frog. Does it ever wonder where all the trees have gone? Marion Clark Writer's Block A young fox runs into my haiku. Constance Borg At sunrise, first song trembling in the chill air. J. Friedenberg Park Fountain A red koi nibbles on a sunken crabapple. Pearl. White horse. The sun at half past two. Isabel Caves. Idle waters. The riverbank blinks its crocodile eyes. 
Craig Kidner. Days of not seeing the old man's dog, now a puppy. Evelyn Quick. Old catnaps, smell of fox on his fur. Richard Bailey. Crouching tiger, hidden dragon beneath my bed. Jonathan Roman. Day at the zoo, animals on either side of the glass. M. Shane Pruitt. A hint of summer in the falling snow, red bird. Wendy C. Bilek. Taking off my glasses, the dogs become puppies again. Hemapriya Chelapan. Science class, the butterfly outside. Dan Burt. Old Pond. Listening for the plop of frogs. Kim Russell. Scars and memories etched into a wrinkly map. Elephant Grey. S. Zylenga. New snow shovel. My daughter wonders where the ducklings are. David Oates. All at once, a deer in the road. And a Pokemon. Lovette Carter. Bare bones, the lazy way snow falls. My goodness, what a treasure box of verses we've had today. My thanks to all of you. And if that wasn't enough, well, there are more verses from these wonderful hygiene which will be featured alongside the ones you've just heard in the first quarterly journal of Haiku and Senryu. It'll be out sometime after the end of March. I can't tell you when because I've not done it before. But as soon as I know, you'll know. I have a lot to learn. Now many of the poets I've read today have Twitter handles. You'll find them in the show notes along with other details. Why not have a look and let's follow each other and offer some virtual hugs and comments along the way. And if I haven't added your Twitter handle and you want it in the show notes... Let me know, and I'll add it next time you're featured. And a little favour to ask of you. If you have a minute, do you think you could go to where to wherever you listen to the podcast and leave a comment? It would be very much appreciated to get the word out there that there is this incredible bunch of people who love haiku and are so kind and respectful to one another. And so, off I go to have a good old think about the next podcast. It's proving a bit difficult to hit the right note as I think about the essence of haiku. But the pressure of a deadline always works for me. And this might be a good time to remind everyone who hasn't already submitted. February the 1st is the next deadline and the topic is love. Emails only, please. Take care now and keep writing. Please have a look at the show notes and email me if I've made mistakes or left anything out. Getting names, grammar, punctuation right is going to be essential moving forward as I'll be preparing the journal from the text in the show notes. If there's something wrong or you need some more information, just email me. Ciao!